I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in, and then a little light from heaven filled my soul. He bathed my heart in love, and he wrote my name above, and just a little talk with Jesus makes me whole. Have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our trouble. He will hear our faintest cry. And he will answer by and by. And when you feel a little prayer will turn, you will know a little fire is burning. You will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. I may have doubts and fears, my eyes be filled with tears. But Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. I go to him in prayer, he knows my every care. And just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our trouble. He will hear our faintest cry. And he will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayer will turn. You will know a little fire is burning. You will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. And you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Oh, right. This next song is called, I Have Been Blessed. And we all can testify here tonight of how blessed that we are and how good God's been to us. Amen. When He walks among us, all that He does, all of His mercies,
Good evening, friends. It's Wednesday again, and I really do look forward to these moments together when we can stop in the midst of a busy life and just hear a few words from the Lord. You know, uh, the scripture says, be still and know that I am God. And in the midst of this life, it seems we're pulled in every direction. We're all involved in social media, and we're all attached to our cell phones, and we just seem to be so connected, yet probably more disconnected than we've ever been before. The more communication opportunities we have, it seems the less we really talk to one another. So let me just talk to you from my heart this evening for a few minutes. As you stop what you're doing, wherever you are, if you can pause for a few minutes, because Thanksgiving is just around the corner. Actually, a week from tomorrow will be Thanksgiving Day. And uh, then we're already into the season of Advent and moving right on toward Christmas. So the holidays are upon us. And I know sometimes we feel like we're not ever ready for the holidays, but as the old saying is, ready or not, here they come. So I want to share a little bit tonight with you about Thanksgiving. And uh, one of my favorite scriptures that comes to my mind when I think of the word Thanksgiving is Psalm 100. And it simply says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. 
It is God who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. So as we think about that opening verse, first of all, let me remind you that the people of the Old Testament times of Israel, and even in the days of our Lord Jesus, uh, they did not have hymn books, and uh, they didn't even have books, actually. They had scrolls, and they memorized a lot of the songs and melodies that they would sing. But the book of Psalms actually is a collection of songs that Israel used. And so there's a song for almost every occasion. There's a song for happiness. There's a song for uh, sadness, for lamentations, uh, a s psalms of petition. And uh, so there's all kinds of songs that are written. And this song is a song of thanksgiving. And I know as we think about our church hymnals that many of you may be familiar with, we'll think of those songs like, Come, ye thankful people, come, raise the song of triumph home. We think about the songs surrounding the season of thanksgiving. But this scripture says, Make a joyful shout. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. You know, someone said that this world is probably the quietest place that you and I will ever live. Because in heaven, there's going to be rejoicing and singing and praising God and just offering up exaltation to the name of the Lord. So God likes a little bit of joyful noise. I often meet people who say, well, I can't carry a tune in a bucket. And you may be tonight just listening to these words and you're thinking, man, I wish I could sing. But the scripture simply says, make a joyful noise. If you're doing it from your heart, if you're really lifting up uh, the testimony from your heart through your lips and you're trying to give God the glory, then God will receive it as that. I believe, even though it might sound like just a bunch of jumbled up words, uh, God listens to that and receives it as a song of thanksgiving and praise and adoration to the name of the Lord. So don't be afraid to praise the Lord. Don't be afraid to lift up your voice and say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And this includes everybody. He says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all ye lands. That means all nations, all tongues, all races, all people. God is a God who simply loves people. And, you know, I do not like labels, and I trust and pray that I can always be a pastor and always serve a congregation that can tell the people to truly leave the labels on the outside of the building. And when we come together as the children of God, it doesn't matter your color, your creed, your lifestyle. It doesn't matter any of those things except that you are there to make a joyful noise to the Lord because the Bible says God inhabits praise. And if you want to draw close to God, begin to praise Him and he will show himself real and near to you. I promise you that with all that is within me tonight. Serve the Lord with gladness. Let me ask you, how glad are you tonight? I meet people all the time who say, man, I just dread the holidays. I hate all the 
arguments going on in the uh, department stores and the malls and people fighting over parking places and all the stuff that goes on and it seems to take away the joy of the season and yet the message of the angel all the way through when the birth of our Lord came when times of Thanksgiving came it was a message of joy and exaltation to the Lord so don't let the world rob you of the joy because the Bible says the joy of the Lord shall be your strength so I ask you again how strong are you tonight do you know that your strength lies within the name of Jesus I've shared this the past couple of weeks but I need to share it again tonight with you the Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous flee into it and are saved so come before him with gladness be thankful and come before his presence with singing maybe in the next couple of weeks I'll share with you some of the rules for singing that are in the uh, United Methodist Handbook. These were rules that were given to the Christians in the days of John Wesley as he brought about a time of reformation and uh, brought about a new way of expressing faith in the Lord. And uh, there's some rules for singing and I find them a little bit humorous for one of them says do not sing as though you're half dead. You know as if you're just bawling. Uh, but I'll read those to you another time and another service but when we're singing it ought to be an exciting time a time of lifting up even maybe putting a little bit of joy into your steps and dancing a little bit before the Lord so come before his presence with singing and know that the Lord is God you know we can never use the pronoun or we can never use uh, the uh, the word was when we're speaking of God we can always say God is but we can never say God was or God will be eternally God is there's never been a time God was not and there will never be a time that God shall not be so the Bible says know that the Lord is God and God doesn't change our Lord is the same yesterday day and forever and he loves you tonight with an unconditional love it does not matter what you have done in this world. You know, here at Shades of Grace, we have a banner up that says, Last, Least, Lost, and Lonely. And God is the God of this city. And we meet people every day who have long prison records. We, we have met people here who are convicted murderers, who have been bank robbers, some who have served long sentences for uh, drug trafficking, drug addictions, for all kinds of things that tend to separate people from God and from family and we meet people all the time who are trying to reconnect with God who are trying to get their feet back on the ground again so to speak and so we have to believe that God is a God who loves every person the Bible says when we confess our sins and our faults before the Lord he throws those things as far away into the sea of forgetfulness that he can't even remember them anymore as far as the east is from the west now that's the kind of God I want to serve how about you I don't want to serve a God who's always holding things over my head and saying well you know I don't know if you're worthy or I don't know if I'm gonna forgive you of this or you know I'm, I'm just not sure you've got three strikes and you're out I'm so thankful that the love of God 
is unconditional and abundant, and his love never runs out. So we have to know that God is, and we have to know that it is God who has made us. You know, you've heard that old cliche, well, there goes the self-made man. No, doesn't happen that way. There may go a man who has been abundantly blessed beyond measure, but it's because of God that any of us succeed in life, because any of us who achieve lofty goals of life, it's because that God is with us. And for the next few weeks, especially as Advent arrives, we're going to be hearing the word Emmanuel a lot. And that simply means God with us. This same God of the Old Testament became flesh and dwelt among us. And the scripture says we beheld him as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. That's the God we serve tonight who has made us in his image and we have not made ourselves. You know, we couldn't even climb up out of the pit of despair. David talked about that in another psalm. He said, I was way, way down. Have you ever been way down? Have you been so far down that you didn't think you could ever live again? But David said, I was in a horrible pit and the Lord lifted me up out of that horrible place and set my feet upon a solid rock. And he gave me a song, a new song of praise unto the Lord. And then things turned around and life became good again. And tonight you may be dreading the holidays to come. You may be dreading all the emotions and memories and all the things that go along with that. But just seek first the kingdom of God and trust the Lord and enter into a very personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Just whisper his name. Get in a quiet place where you can hear him speak to the silence of your heart and your mind. Know that it, God is your creator and we're all created in his image and in his likeness. And then the psalmist said, we are his people. Aren't you glad to be a child of the Lord tonight? Aren't you thankful that he is the great shepherd who gives his life for the sheep? And the psalmist said, we are the sheep of his pasture. I meet people all the time and you know, for years I've been a pastor in the United Methodist Church and I've been in many, many congregations and different cities and different places. And I used to kind of laugh about it and say, sometimes God's sheep act a little bit more like goats. But you know, uh, goats have to eat too. So just put the food out and hopefully everybody who's hungry will eat, you know, the goats and the sheep all together. But we are sheep. We have the nature of a sheep. We should be meek and humble and lowly and trusting and following the voice of the shepherd because he'll never lead us into a place that will cause us harm. He will actually lead us out of those places where we need not to be. Enter these gates with thanksgiving. And you know, every time I walk into these doors here at Shades of Grace, I walk in with a thankful heart. Sometimes my heart is overloaded. My mind is seemingly just overloaded with information. But when I walk in here, there's a presence of the Almighty that says, peace be still. A day in thy courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. And you know, another Psalm, the writer says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents with the wicked. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Every time we walk in these doors, we ought to be praising the Lord. You know, Jesus said, 
He told some religious people one day, if you hold your peace, I'll cause those stones to cry out. And the rocks will cry out and they will praise the Lord. So I want to ask you tonight, what do you have to praise the Lord for? If you will praise God enough, your problems will fade away. I believe that you'll begin to refocus and you will see the good things of life rather than dwelling on all the darkness of life. So we enter his courts with praise and we are thankful to the Lord and we bless his name. The scripture says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. You know, I hate to say it, but that isn't always the case with me. And if you'll be honest listening to these words tonight, you can confess that too. The Bible says, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And I don't always get it right. Sometimes my attitude is far from holy. But I promise you, if we will seek to praise the Lord, the old people used to always say, and I heard this in the Pentecostal church years ago, that the Holy Spirit always comes in on wings of praise. When you're praising the Lord, God will draw near. And you can submit yourself to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you, and you can dwell in safety and peace in the presence of the Almighty who loves you and gave himself for you. And then I think this is an understatement of the scripture when the David with the psalmist said, the Lord is good. Man, I think we could even improve on that. Uh, the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Uh, the Bible says there's none good, no, not one. But God is the ultimate uh, face of good and righteousness and holiness and everything that is perfect and everything that will bring life and an abundant life to you. So God is good and his mercy is everlasting. Think about that word everlasting without end. God's mercy never runs out. Thanks be to God tonight, wherever you are and whatever your needs are and whatever your problem is, cast your cares upon him and realize that he has brand new mercies for every one of us every morning. You know, I like to get up early and get out and walk sometimes before daylight and get my day started walking with the Lord. And I say, thank you, Lord, for new mercies today. Your mercies are new. You don't have to go back and refurbish the old ones. You don't have to go back and try to remodel some kind of blessing from yesterday because every day brings new grace and new mercy before the Lord. His mercy is everlasting and his truth does endure to all generations. God is truth, and the truth will set you free. The truth will set me free. And I want to encourage you tonight as you are listening to these words, your heart may be troubled, you may be depressed, you may feel hopeless and just feel like I don't want to go on anymore. Let me promise you, let me challenge you, cast your cares upon the Lord, begin to praise him, and he will draw near to you. I promise you that with all my heart, praise the name of the Lord. God will bless you. God will be with you, and it's going to be good. I love you. I thank you for tuning in tonight. Share this with others. Uh, this post will be up for several days. You can share it with others. Click on it. Share it with your friends. Someone needs to know tonight as we go into these holiday season uh, that God is with us and all is well. So have a wonderful evening. Be blessed, and we'll talk to you again, my friends. Oh.